women's basketball fans, Erica Lindsay Ayala back for another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. Today, we're going to talk about Asia Durr's announcement, the NCAA Power Rankings by Autumn Johnson, and we will end the show with why Bria Felician and the Black Sportswoman are so important. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. You are Locked On Women's Basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, women's basketball fans. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. As always, we want to thank you for making Locked on Women's Basketball your first listen of the day. As I mentioned, we have a jam-packed show. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about NCAA. We're going to talk about WNBA. We're going to do all of the things, but I want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. But I said that Asia Durr made an announcement, so we are going to start there. You may remember that Asia Durr, a guard for the New York Liberty, um, announced ahead of the Wubble season that she would not be in attendance in Florida because she had contracted COVID-19. And then Asia Durr did not join the team in 2021 because she was dealing with long hauler syndrome. As y'all know, I was sick last year and I have long haulers. But today I went through extensive amount of testing, um, cardiac testing, um, and and when you play in the WNBA, you have to go through certain testing after testing positive for COVID. You have to go through cardiac testing. You have to go through like everything to make sure your heart has no damage from having COVID, right? So I went through all of that testing, and guys, guess what? I have been cleared to play basketball. to play basketball again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Steve. Yes, sir. This is crazy. Thank you, God. Mind y'all, I've been working out for like the past month or so on my own, but now I can work out officially. All my tests came back good, man. So... All the work I've been doing since the past like month or so, I could like work my way back into it now and do my thing. So yes, I have been cleared. AD has been cleared since having COVID to work out and play. All right, so congratulations, Asia Durr. That is fantastic news. You heard there that Asia Durr had been working out 
for the last month, but now can officially return to basketball activities. That is fantastic. Asia Durr did a an interview with um, Real Sports, HBO uh, Real Sports, and it was difficult to hear not just what Asia had been through uh, and other athletes as well. She was featured along with other athletes, but also just, I mean, if we're being honest, um, you know, uh, the, the lack of knowledge that we had at the time and how um, bleak perhaps the, the outlook was at the time, given that there was limited knowledge and given just what we had seen other athletes go through. So highly recommend that HBO Real Sports. I'll pop the link in the description um, so you can check that out. Um, I also want to take you, though, to Asia on social media, on Twitter. And uh, thanks again, everyone, for the support. My hope is that in sharing my struggle, it will help others. Please take COVID seriously, folks. It's real. Wear a mask. Protect each other. Young people, athletes, you too. We are not invincible. Goes on to say, also to be clear, I am working every day to get back for this WNBA season. My progress is slow and incremental, but I'm striving to gain momentum. Thankful for the New York Liberty for their patience and resources. This entire struggle has been a powerful reminder of all my blessings too. Congratulations to you, Asia. We wish you the best, truly. Um, and I echo what Asia Durr said. I mean, let's take this seriously. Let's take care of one another. Um, speaking of COVID-19, I want to take us in the next segment to something that Lindsay Gibbs former host of Locked On Women's Basketball, but Lindsey Gibbs and her newsletter, Power Plays. If you don't know about Power Plays, where you been? Go check it out. I'll leave a link in the show notes, but is diving deep into the reports coming from the NCAA uh, March Madness Final Four tournaments and the inequity between the women's tournament and the men's tournament. Lots to get into there um, and in the next segment, I'm going to talk a little bit more about how that relates to COVID-19. Yikes. <laughs> freaking, freaking, freaking yikes. But for now, let me take you over to Autumn Johnson. I really love what Autumn Johnson is doing as far as the NCAA power rankings. What a first week of the 2021-22 women's college basketball season. The thrillers completely shook up the core of my power 10 rankings after a couple of upsets erupted in the top 25. And I made some rearrangements for my preseason rankings after some early evaluations I made of teams' performances compared to others. My top two teams remain the same, South Carolina at number one and UConn at number two. The Gamecocks had a strong week, taking down then number five NC State in a non-conference rematch from last year and cruising past South Dakota. The Huskies also picked up a quality win against an aggressive Arkansas team with AP Player of the Year, Paige Beckers, picking up right where she left off with a career-high 34 points. Plus, both teams bring back its Final Four squads and will look to flex its endless death in combos with new additions. 
But down goes the defending champs. I dropped Stanford to my number four spot and boosted Maryland up to number three, something I did not expect to do in the first week. Number 25, Texas upset the Cardinals 61 to 56. And that's credit to nonstop pressure defense and clutch shooting from its backcourt. But it's still early in the season for this deep veteran squad. However, with no Keanu Williams, the question is, who will be the floor general? We got two looks of Haley Jones and Anna Wilson at the point, so we'll see how that plays out. Indiana made a huge jump in my Power 10 rankings. How about three spots? Yes, teams ahead of them in my preseason rankings took some tough losses, but it was a no-brainer for the Hoosiers to take this big of a leap after shutting down then number 13 Kentucky in a dominant fashion. I love the chemistry of the Hoosiers, and this will be a tough national contender to beat with all of its starters returning from last year's historic run in the NCAA tournament due to its elite chemistry. NC State previously owned my number five spot, but dropped down to number six after its opening night loss to South Carolina. Look, it's no secret the Wolfpack's success goes as far as Elisu Kunane takes them, and we saw that in the victories against Wofford and Florida of how Kunane's impact, plus adding balanced scoring from all areas of the floor, will take this squad even further. With teams falling, Iowa climbs to my number seven spot after going 3-0 with one of the most efficient scoring teams in the league. How about last year's number two scoring offense in the nation? That was on full display the entire week led by the best duo in college basketball, Caitlin Clark and Monica Sinano. And the upsets continued. That brings me to Louisville, who dropped two spots in my rankings at number eight. The Cardinals took a major hit after getting stunned by then number 22 Arizona, 61 to 59 in overtime. Louisville struggled with Arizona's stifling defense. The Cardinals look different this year without Dana Evans leading the charge. Who will step up and take over? Haley Van Lith showed signs of answering that question after having a quiet half, but finished with 19 points but she'll need help. The drama of week one ends there as Baylor comes in at number nine, starting 2-0 in its new era under head coach Nikki Collin. And Oregon completes my power 10 at number 10, also cruising past its opponents for an undefeated week, but have a tough schedule ahead in the Bahamas, starting with Oklahoma. That wraps up my first power 10 this season. I'll be sharing my rankings every week, so make sure you follow along on NCAA.com and NCAA Women's Basketball Social. And if you want to make sure that you are caught up, make sure you are following NCAA Women's Basketball, the power rankings. That was week one power rankings. Already seeing some shifts. Maryland bumps up. Stanford bumps down. Paige Becker's killing it for UConn. Right on target as expected. Iowa, you see, lifted up there. So a lot of great stuff happening. You'll love to see that there is some real competition even early on in the season. I, for one, am very excited to see how it ends. But as promised, coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm going to take you over to the Power Plays newsletter by Lindsey Gibbs. And we're going to talk about, gosh, that that terrible, terrible report. We're glad it exists, but we hate what was put out there. We'll talk about that coming up next. But right now, let me tell you about Theragun. 
Um, so don't let the stress of daily life weigh your body down, whether you're an elite athlete or used to be an elite athlete and now are just someone like me trying to make it through the day, tension-free Theragun can help. It's a handheld percussive device. You've probably seen these before. I know I've certainly used them before. It releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. Whether you wanna treat your muscle tension from working out or an injury or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for Theragun Gen 4. I don't know about you, but I love seeing like those uh, chiropractic videos of just like the tension release because I do carry a lot of tension. So Theragun helps break that down, also helps get you so that you have more mobility because stretching is the key to keeping some of that at bay. But a lot of us, unfortunately, don't do that. So Theragun is here to help. It is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid, Paul George, uh, athletes like Paul George, Maria Sharapova, and I know the New York Riveters have used one in the past. Um, so, you know, and I, I love Theragun. I love being able to get in there to the hard places. So try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com backslash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com backslash locked on. Therabody.com backslash locked on to get a, a 30 day trial of the Theragun Gen 4 Theragun for $199. I really do wish you relaxation, peace, and a stress-free life. Go get it. All right, folks, let's get back to the regularly scheduled program. As I mentioned, we are going to talk about power plays. And let me pull this up for you. Lindsey Gibbs, friend of the show, former host of the show, killing it with all the things, not just power plays, but I mean, the original host and is still killing it with uh, Burn It All Down podcast and all of the things. But here we go. The NCAA Gender Inequity Files Part 1. So the first thing that we can deduce is that Lindsay Gibbs is going to get into this deep. And you know what? I'm here for it. So, um, you know, Lindsay, building this Power Plays newsletter, um, think it's great. And this is why. I've been able to write a, uh, for Power Plays, but one of the things that we love is that Lindsay Gibbs gets into the good good. So in this Power Plays part one, Lindsay gets into the Kaplan Heckler, Heck, Hecker, excuse me, and Fink LLP report on gender equity in the NCAA, which was released in three parts over the past few months. Now, um, you'll hear Lindsay talk or write about Sedona Price from Oregon and the, their TikTok and how that was kind of the viral moment of people noticing and being outspoken about the inequities. I mean, the locker room, or excuse me, the weight room, pathetic. Some of what we saw for the food, oh my gosh, pathetic. Um, even the swag bag, not the most pressing issue by far from this report, as you'll see in part one, I will give you the link. And again, this is for, um, 
you know, power plays is a subscription based. So I really want you to get the subscription, but you'll, you'll read that Lindsay talks about so many different things, including COVID-19. So for those who are not familiar for COVID-19, there is an antibodies test. And then there is the, um, there's uh, the antibodies test, and then there's kind of a, like a more um, there's a, a more comprehensive, more accurate uh, PCR test. And so, what we were finding out, and this is just wild, is that the PCR testing and the antibody testing, and again, it's a paid subscription. So I'll give you a little taste, but you're gonna have to go subscribe to read the rest of it. Um, the, the testing, the PCR level testing was not the same. Whereas in the men's tournament, PCR testing was happening daily, regularly. It was, there were not as many PCR tests for COVID-19 administered in the women's tournament. Tier one individuals at the women's championship, 15,597 antigen tests and 2,000, only 2,342 PCR tests. That's compared to 20,000 PCR tests for the men's tournament. The men's tournament had seven, in, seven positive tests detected while the women's tournament had 226 positive antigen tests, but only two positive PCR tests. That last piece right there tells you about, I don't wanna say the validity, but the accuracy of the testing. You had 226 positive antigen tests, which was the daily test given at the women's tournament. That was the standard. PCR tests were kind of just like the fail safe, right? It's like, all right, I guess every once in a while, like random drug testing, we'll, we'll, we'll toss in a, a PCR test there. Or PCR test came in after a positive antigen test. 226 positive antigen tests. Only two of those were confirmed positive by a PCR test. Why does that matter? Well, because when you are test, when you test positive, you're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. You think you might have a disease, uh, or excuse me, a virus, not a disease. You have a virus that not only is deadly, but can affect, hello, we just talked about Asia Dirt, can affect you long-term, not to mention that you then have to exit the tournament. 226 positive antigen tests, only two positive PCR tests. And then you'll read here that Lindsay Gibbs has quotes from athletes talking about the impact just of COVID testing in general, but then also, excuse me, also from the fact that they knew they were getting or it was perceived, and I don't know how you could perceive it any other way, that the women could do without an accurate test. What, what is their research that women just don't get COVID? It, that can't be it, right? That's not why they did it. It's a money thing and it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I, I don't know what else to say after that. It's disgusting. It's wrong. And the NCAA showed their whole ass. Um, Unfortunately, this is not surprising. 
This is not surprising. And again, this is only part one of Power Plays, so I highly recommend if you are not subscribed, you subscribe to Lindsay Gibbs and the Power Plays newsletter. I will put the description for this newsletter. I showed you a little glimpsy glimpse. I will put that in the show notes. And um, of course, you should just go subscribe and check out other things at Power Plays, including that I wrote about the NCAA, the first ever NCAA Women's Frozen Four tournament and how that came to be. Um, so a little plug, a little shout out there. Thank you, Lindsay Gibbs, for all that you do. But we're going to close out the show talking about another newsletter. And I'm going to make a case. Well, I always make this case. But I'm going to explain to you exactly why Bria Felician and the Black sportswomen are so important. That's coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball. But right now, I want to tell you about, of course, our favorite family-owned business, rockauto.com, also the title sponsor for this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Okay, end of ad read. There we go. But seriously, saving time, saving money is integral for all that you do. And the last thing that you want is a busted down car, truck, vehicle, whatever you got. And so you got to keep up with maintenance and also you got to be a low fly, you know? So that's why rockauto.com has everything from new carpet, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, everything that you need to keep on chugging for the day so you can get your work done. Time equals money, baby. Let's go. Rockauto.com is a family owned business that has been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. And you should go explore their easy-to-use website. And while you're there, look for the little box uh, that says, how did you hear about us? And make sure you type in locked on so that they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. But it's that time of year. We've got football season fully underway. Obviously, you know it's basketball season. And where do you need to go when it comes to um, all your sports betting? Of course, you need to go to betonline.ag. It's a new interface, a new website, but still number one in basketball and football action this season. And so if you head to the new website, use your desktop, your tablet, your mobile device, whatever you got, and sign up today, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit from basketball and football to uh, NHL, which, you know, I cover over on locked on Kraken to UFC and even your favorite casino, your favorite Vegas casino games. Excuse me. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2021 and beyond. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And let me tell you another origin story. Now, last week, I got extremely emotional. That was real, real emotion, real cracking of the voice, not just because I was a little thirsty like I am now. So I'm going to take a little sip. I have been drawn to this story of Dawn Staley passing the net. And I was reminded, because it's not that I didn't know this, but I forgot it. Um, and honestly, no one else was bringing it to my attention. But I had forgotten that the Players Tribune had a bunch of black women head coaches at a, a, to participate in a round table. And Carolyn Peck was there. Dawn Staley was there. Dawn Staley talks about the net. And then you hear Carolyn Peck tell the origin story 
of how she became part of the tradition. So right now I'm going to play you the audio and we'll have some still shots just like we did earlier in the show. Um, but I want to play you this. This is from Players Tribune. I love this roundtable. I've watched it a handful of times and I'm so mad at myself that I forgot that this was a thing. And how does this relate to the black sportswoman? Well, I'll tell you in a little bit, but here is Dawn Staley and Carolyn Peck talking about the piece of the net tradition. Carolyn was was um, on ESPN and she would she would cover our games um, and it was two years before we won the, the national championship she would do our games and um, she gave me she gave me a piece of her net from when she won the championship in 99 and you know a lot of people don't understand because when you when you're close mm -hmm. you know although you could be very confident, there's always a little doubt that seeps in that keeps you, you know, keeps you fired up and mm -hmm. keeps you on your toes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But when she gave me the piece of her net and she told me that when you win it, you're close. She's like, you're close. When you win it, I want you to return this back to me. And then I want you to do the same for, for someone else. Let me tell you <laughs> where it started for me. Because um, I went to Kentucky. I left, at, left Tennessee. And they went the next year that I left, because mm. in 95, we lost to Connecticut right. when I was at Tennessee. The next year, in 96, Tennessee won. Right. And so I was there um, watching the game, and Passion Thompson was a, a post player. And so while they're down there cutting down nets, she looked up and found me in the stands and goes, you come down here. So I came down there, and when she climbed the steps, climbed the ladder, I watched her, and she cut two pieces. Mm. And when she came down, wow. She gave me one, and she said, Coach Peck, I want you to keep this until you win one of your own. Mm -hmm. Wow. So when I went to Purdue, even as an assistant, I tied that piece of net to the shoe, and I wore it every day. If I changed shoes, I put that raggedy <laughs> net on my shoe every day all the way to San Jose. Oh, wow. But like you talk about, words can't, but it was that visual and so that's where, in watching you, uh, as I'm covering Dawn, she had it, and wow. it's the, the and it's it's you you know your X's and O's, but it was how you relate to your players. Mm -hmm. Yes, because when you look at how many African American young girls play basketball, for me, first and foremost, can you relate to your kids and can you teach them? You know, so many people talk about you got to win the press conference. You can win a press conference with somebody that does not know how to relate or teach your kids. You have to connect with them. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. And just so you know, joining Dawn and Carolyn Peck were Yolette McPhee, McEwen, Vanessa uh, Blair Lewis, and Felicia Leggett Jack. And that was Players Tribune for the record, coaching while blackity black, black. Okay, I added that extra piece, but coaching while black. Um, why did I say the black sportswoman is so important? Because on November 12th, and here we go, I was reminded, and I am owning my ignorance here, but I was reminded by the black sportswoman that actually, as we just heard, 
the um oh let me y'all don't need to see my i was reminded um that one of her players passion thompson saying all right coach peck listen i want you to have a piece of this championship net and you will go ahead and give it back to me once you get your own and you hear carolyn peck and don staley and now to know and to be reminded of that um, and the tangible piece. I mean, again, I could get emotional, but the tangible piece and how that's needed. There are so many times that black women for being, for daring to be, as if we weren't born this way, um, a black and a woman, we are doubted, we are discredited, we are disbelieved, uh, we are overlooked, our bodies, our intellectual property, our words are stolen, our property stolen from us, um, and then packaged as if it was someone else's idea. These, these are things that I, let me put it this way. I have not met a black woman who could not relate with that. Any of those things and probably multiple, if not all of the things that I just said. So a tangible piece of why we continue to move forward is critical, critical. It's not nice. It's not endearing. It's not just those things. It's not just powerful. It at times is critical to even have the courage to wake up in the morning and continue. I want you to see uh, the website to where you can find the newsletter, The Black Sportswoman, quality storytelling, quality storytelling centering Black women athletes and their contributions. Medina Dixon, Dixon an athlete to know, um, is the latest piece up there. And then you see right here the working timeline of modern Black women. Um, just so much. So much, so much on here. The newsletter, you should support the Black Sportswoman. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to let you know now, I'm going to do a little bit of a bonus episode. I usually don't record uh, three times a week. Sometimes I do record on Wednesdays if I miss Tuesday or if I know I'm going to miss a Thursday. But I'm going to record a special um, episode this week that is dedicated to supporting black women that you know, that you love black creators, black women creators in women's basketball space in particular. So that's coming up. Look for that. That's where you can find me at elindsay08. And until tomorrow, I hope you have a lovely day. Don't forget to root for someone black, especially if she's black uh, or they are black. Let's make sure we are empowering melanated people in sports. Black Rousey. All right. I'll catch you later.